Welcome to We Break Cycles, the most engaging, insightful, and empowering podcast for equipping kingdom warriors to walk in healing, freedom, and abundance. You can find us on the Gospel Grammar Network, Apple, Spotify, and our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome everyone to uh, Movement Mondays. Thank you for joining us today. We have a special guest today and I am honored to introduce Nate Johnston. Um, I'll first tell you how I um, connected with Nate. It was around February of 2020 and I had found myself in a, a place of just, I had stepped out a little bit in, in a, with courage into my, I felt like into my calling and I just met so much opposition and I like retreated very quickly. And I was in this place of just isolation and thinking I had missed God and I just didn't think God could use me. And um, so I came across one of his prophetic words and it literally spoke directly to me, resonated with my spirit. And I began to follow Nate and Christy and it literally changed the course of my life uh, within the last three seasons of being involved with Nate and Christy, um, I feel like I have just been breaking out of this fear and I've grown tremendously and grown in my confidence. And so um, I just, I can't wait to see what the Holy Spirit has on Nate's heart to share with us today. So I think you're going to enjoy this. Thanks for having me, guys. This is, uh, this is such a privilege to be on your first podcast and just, uh, yeah, see what God wants to do and say and bless people with. Thank you. Uh, so I, I would like to know, can you um, tell us a little bit about you and Christy and what um, um, your, your ministry, tell us a little bit about revi your revivalist. I forget what, tell me what you call it. <laughs> um, well, our ministry is called Everyday Revivalists. Um, after many years of serving other ministries and doing a bunch of things. God just put this vision on our heart that we needed. We needed to really um, branch out with the things that God had placed on our hearts. It was mm -hmm. like God just shifted and, and it was like, oh my gosh, I've been serving all these different ways and that's great, but I've been avoiding what God had placed in, in mm -hmm. us to do. And Christy actually went through um, uh, depression. Like it came out of nowhere. It was uh, the doctors weren't sure what it was, postnatal depression, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. But it was like a whole year of our life just felt like everything that could be shaken was shaken. Friendships, relationships, church, everything. And on the other side of the breakthrough of that, Christy's like, this fire came on her. And, it's, and I, I felt like I was still kind of like coming out of that. But, you know, it was a hard year. And we're like, man, we, we, we need to see people set free. We need to see a healthy church. Like there's so many things that you don't hear on a Sunday or the people are struggling with in their marriages and their family. We want to be the people that talk about that stuff and we want to actually see a healthy church. And so um, we just started encouraging people and doing videos and then we started training and doing resources and it's kind of gone from there. We just want to see everyday people um, raised up in the gifts, knowing God, knowing his voice, just simple, like bringing the church back to the simplicity of knowing God and then doing crazy exploits just simply because we know him, you know, and that's, that's what it's about. Yeah, that's wonderful. I mean, I just everything that you just shared just set me on fire, literally, because that's absolutely in line with, you know, what we believe with We Break Cycles is, you know, like 
it, it, for me, it was mostly, God, why are we not seeing your word really come to pass in our lives? You know, for a lot of us, we're children of God. You know, we've been children, uh, Christians for a long time. But then this area of our lives seems like it's not matching up to the word of God. We're not seeing that victory, that freedom, that liberty. You know, we're still shackled. Um, and so, I mean, I follow, so I haven't met you personally, but I, I follow, you know, your, I'm, I'm subscribed, I get your emails, um, and even considering getting on the, um, the season four of Grow. Um, not considering, I know I should, I will. <laughs> but um, yeah, not, it's not a question anymore. But anyways, um, you know, so everything that you just shared um, is totally at the heart of, you know, what, what um, we believe is, you know, God, it's not about a later time. Right here on earth, he wants us to experience him, the abundant life, you know, nothing missing, mm. nothing lacking and nothing broken, you know. And, and so it's like, how do we do that? Um, and he what he's kind of shown me is like we need to, we do it together, you know. Um, and, and that's at the heart of We Break Cycles is, you know, I will show you the plan. Part of how Lori and I met, you know, coming together is God literally said, just meet up with Lori and I will give you the plan. And I'm like, okay, God, that is awkward. How do you ask somebody out to lunch and then you don't even know what you're supposed to be talking about, you know? And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it because, you know, that's, that's what he expects. And so we met up and this is kind of what birthed a lot of what we're doing here, you know, and I just... I'm just in awe of just God and just how he, you know, works in us and through us. But just his heart for, for to see his children mm. set free, you know, is at our, you know, at the center of our heart, too, is, you know, God, what does it take for your children to be liberated, to be free, to have healing, true healing, you know, not just mm. today or, you know, every other day, but like walk perpetually in healing and freedom and abundance. You know, that's our passion and that's what we, that's his passion and that's what we want to see, you know. So I, I absolutely love all that you represent um, and we're just Thank so you. grateful that you're here, you know, with us today. It feels like such a privilege because when I'm looking at you both, I'm just like, man, there is such a synergy in the spirit. Like, um, you know, only God can, you know, get two people to meet up at a coffee shop or whatever and then he just is like, you know, here's something to run with, you know, it just drops. It's not like you're sitting there and you're having this board meeting strategy. It's just, it's a, it's the God ideas yes. that are movements. Amen. Man's ideas are momentary, <laughs> you know, they're momentary. They have a ceiling and they, they expire, mm-hmm. but movements, they don't, they grow and they multiply. Yes. And uh, that's the beautiful thing is when you're, when you're about what he's about, mm-hmm. you don't have to strive or press or try mm-hmm. it's like more of an ambush you know yes. it's, it's like set up. Yeah, exactly it's a, it's a yeah setup. and I, I see I, I see that on you guys you oh. you've been ambushed right now with this you know like holy Literally. ghost just, and you know um bb i just i just feel like mm. there's such a sweet spirit on you i just feel like mm. there is um like there is going to be such healing that happens effortlessly mm. through you guys in this mm. podcast because um people um for so long, haven't had conversations mm-hmm. about certain things. Mm-hmm. And when you simply just reveal, you know, God's heart for them, and like you're saying, your promises and the areas that like, why am I going so good in this area? But over here, I'm broken because, mm-hmm. well, that hasn't been addressed, maybe. Or, you know, mm-hmm. you've, been, you've been running from it or you're just not seeing anywhere there's breakthrough and no one talks about it. You guys, I feel like there, there's going to be these conversations mm-hmm. that are like ways of healing on the, on the airways mm-hmm. for people. They're like, wow, like... The tension of um, of being a movement mm. is that God's is doing a deep movement inside you at the same time. It's like 
you're not just being you're not just being a part of revival there's personal revival going on there's it, always a tension always and you, you can't run from it and so I just blessed like the, the healing I feel like it's like a healing anointing and, and mantle that rests upon what you guys are doing in this vision I just I just say God bless it more and more even right now people that are watching and listening to this will just get so wrecked by the the by the by the kindness of God that he'll pursue them for the healing that they've been maybe even feeling like I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not worthy of, or mm. it's been too long. Why would God do it now? Like, mm. no, no, like right now, they yes. feel the pursuit of the father to actually bring restoration and recompense for the things that they've actually gone. You know what? I'm done praying or mm. looking for that. Now that promise is done. That's past. I'm not even going to press into that. That mm. God would actually do it to them just by being, in an environment where we're saying, God, have your way. Yes. So, Lord, we just thank you for this today and thank you for what you're doing through these amazing, beautiful women and that this is a movement that you're beginning in them in this season in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. That's powerful. I I really appreciate that. I, I know one of the things that really got both of our attention, Nate, was when we began to talk and we were asking God, God, what are you doing here? And we just started sharing a little bit about what God had been speaking to us about ourselves. And then um, I was telling Bibi that the Lord had shown me that um, I was a connector. You know, he actually showed me in a dream. He said, you're a, a weaver. And I was like, oh, that sounds awful. So I started researching <laughs> and I thought, and it, it's like about, and it represents like connecting people, being a connector. Wow. And so when I shared that with Bibi, she said, um, the Lord had spoken to her that she was a connector. And wow. so um, whenever we have Movement Mondays, we know God is connecting people in the body of Christ in places where the enemy has for too long held the body of Christ in places of division. Yeah. And uh, the, a word the Lord's been speaking to me about is relationship. And uh, I just keep seeing it in my, and I keep seeing it visually and hearing it in my spirit. And that's such a part of what GROW represents. And so... Could you share a little bit with us about, you know, what God's spoken to you about relationship in the body of Christ? Yeah, I mean, look, we can, um, I, I think for me, like, r relationship is a big, it's a big thing for me because, um, you know, growing up in the church and then, you know, you become, say, part of a denomination or whatever else. And I love, I, I love all that. I'm not trying to, but for me, I always felt there was a missing piece and that was that, um, you know, I, I needed something that was actual true connection, something genuine, something that was authentic. Mm -hmm. We went through many seasons as a family where it felt like that, you know, for instance, when I stood down from running the worship team, suddenly relationships retreated because I was no longer doing the mission with them. It was based upon, um, mm -hmm. it was based upon me doing what I needed to do that they would feel like, you know, they would want to run with me. And I was like, this, this is like an inferior version of what God, called us to be um uh whether it's whether we you know relationships are based on you know different it, it might even be based on on race or it might be based on i believe this thing or believe that and for me it felt really inferior that we were that we were choosing to um kind of like reduce the like relational part the family part of the gospel down to something that felt so just fickle and I was like mm. God we need real relationship that goes beyond even agreement you know mm. um we have some really good friends uh e like even recently had these conversations and um we we realized well we actually believe kind of some different things right now politically or whatever 
And uh, my, my friend and I had this conversation. We were bawling our eyes out just the other week. We, we went out on a boat and we realised, wow, we actually believe very different, different things and we're afraid of losing each other mm. because of it looked like a massive divide between and and we just made a commitment right there that we would fight for relationship because mm. our opinions would never ever override our love for each other you know mm. uh, relationship is so important because um the enemy has really brought division in the body of christ for such a long time um this year more than ever before there's been so much division um and we need to see true healing and it's it's, it begins with people choosing to lay down, I need to be right, I need to have it, I need to, I need to you know, um, I need the whole world to know this is what it's, like all that stuff is great, but at the cost of relationship, what is it, you know? And um, I believe that God has been really redefining and, and uh, bringing the family of God back into the family of God. And so with us and Grow, we were like, man, we need to create a space where people can come and they can just be safe regardless we're not trying to we're not trying to tell them what they need to believe we're not trying to um, change their convictions about, about certain things we want them to come and it can be a safe place but we can journey together with all our different backgrounds all our different or from different countries you know what I mean like how it's impossible to try to make everybody believe the same thing well there's so many and I feel like that that's what God loves he loves all the he loves the, the diversity of, of people that have had different experiences and that and coming together we just got this strength it's like oh my gosh it's not it's not messy it's beautiful you yes. know what I mean yeah. and um, I believe God is really bringing us back to the church of Acts where people would just come together mm-hmm. sit around the table we weren't sitting there trying to win people over like they were trying to join a pyramid scheme or something you know it was it wasn't a sales tactic it was just real it was like hey you know you know I remember the first time Christy and I ever like after four years of being out of the church and we, we sat around a kitchen table one day and uh at a friend's house and they just loved on us and, and prophesied over us and blessed us and here i am thinking like i've never even experienced this ever before in my life mm-hmm. ever wow. it was always about okay you do this or i give you this what are you going to give me in return i was like this is such an this is such a, a confronting concept to me mm-hmm. so god is really bringing back the authenticity of real relationship and talking about movements. I believe that movements um, need real relationships. They need tribe. They need community. They need family um, because it's like, we're only going to see a one dimensional movement mm-hmm. if we're just lone rangers doing it on our own. And it's time that the, the, the lone rangers maybe that have been watching this, God's going to surround you with a tribe. He's going to surround you, surround you with genuine family so that the full expression that's inside of you will actually erupt out of you and become everything God wanted it to be. So I hope that answers your question. Oh, I think that was wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. I think that the major thing that struck with me really is, you know, relationships have to go beyond agreements and then go beyond roles, right? Or, you mm. know, what are you what are you doing for me? Or how where do you fit? It's not about that. And and part of what we've been talking about lately is honor and unity, mm. right? Um, and yeah. we just really have been learning, you know, that at the root of before you can even get to unity, you have to have that honor, just honoring people just because they are, right? And just because God created them and not necessarily about what they contribute to a situation or what what they bring to the table, you know? Just the fact that they exist is 
enough to honor them, enough to love them, wow. you know, where they are, you know, and I think that's just so powerful, but that's what you're sharing with me, but it takes us laying down our pride, any kind of pride mm. that we have, to be able to do that, to truly honor, and it takes us laying aside any kind of desire to elevate ourselves or look better than the next person, you know, so yeah, I just, wow. you know, love everything you just, you know, shared right now, and that's like, just so powerful, <laughs> thank you. I love it. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that I <clears throat> appreciate that I've learned, uh, if you don't mind me sharing this, but it, uh, through right. Grow, is that it's, I think it's the word that you shared about, well, two things. You said a lot of times you might see something that's like, okay, Holy Spirit, what do I do with that situation or what do I do with that? When someone's stepping out and they're trying to take their first few steps and then you, the Holy Spirit would say, don't, just don't touch that. Like, you know, and then you mentioned another word and I think they may go together. Another statement that you had made was we have to have the hammer, but we have to have the oil, the hammer and the oil. Oh, yeah. And um, I believe that that's the, I don't know if you want to expound on that, but that just impacted me because w along with the word, I'm just going to stop there because <laughs> I, I can go on. <laughs> I mean, it just, it, it makes you feel like you have the freedom to, to step out in your, in your gifts and callings and to have the courage to step out and not be afraid. If you miss it, then you're going to get crushed. Or mm -hmm. if you step out and you go, Oh, maybe that wasn't the right direction that you're just not going to be totally like disqualified mm -hmm. and there's freedom it's like there's freedom there to grow yeah i mean i, I you know everything you're saying about like the hammer and the oil i feel like that's been i'm being the student of that this year <laughs> for sure like um i i know that i love going out of my way to love on people but i also know that god's really put a hammer in my hand as well um and there's been these crazy times, especially the last four years, where um, Holy Spirit will come upon me in a powerful way, say, if I'm speaking, and it will feel like the hammer comes out. And I'm, like, hitting religious stuff. Mm -hmm. And one particular time actually was in our, I was given the opportunity to speak at our, at our church back in Australia. And Holy Spirit came on me so heavy that it was like I was no longer functioning in myself. Mm -hmm. It was a really unique experience. And um they even videoed i think they did anyway um the holy spirit said to me like do you trust me and i mm -hmm. said yeah and that was it i was it was like he was on me and i got up on this i got up on the um, on the stage and i started speaking and then he told me to lay down it was almost like he needed me to just get out of the way and so i actually physically laid down on the stage mm -hmm. and i was speaking and I, for whatever reason he wanted me to hit all these areas that we had created like these golden calves in the mm -hmm. church. I think I was like, this is not like me at all. This is not like me at all. And I said, I'm laying down there and suddenly my, my natural mind goes, this sounds unloving. Mm -hmm. God, what are you doing? This doesn't feel good. Like, and I could literally, I was like ultra sensitive. I could feel the tension in the room. People go, I want to leave. This mm -hmm. is not, this is not. And I was like, God, like what, what is it? And then suddenly I waited and suddenly something happened and like the love of God and I don't know, flooded the room and people rushed down the front and just re bring right repentance. It was like, it was like, wow. 
And I feel like I've been this student of understanding how to say what needs to be said, how to be a reformational voice, but applying the oil that brings the healing balm. Like, it's like, you know, when you, you spend time with your daddy, he, he, he corrects you, but it's so full of love. Like, you don't want to miss that moment, you know? And right now the church is in this, like the church is sitting on daddy's lap getting a bit of a stern talking, let's be honest. Mm. Like there are so many areas that God's shaking and he's, he's, he's shifting. It's like the church has had its affections on all these different things. And he's just like, like can, can you bring it? Man, I feel the anointing on this now. Wow. Like, can you bring it back to me? You know, and yeah. so the reformers and, the, and the, the prophetic voices and those who God's raised up to say, come on, it's not like, we're trying to, you know, tell people off. But it's like, it's, you know, come on, we need to look back at him. Look at him. Gee, don't get your eyes off Jesus. He's right there. But like at the same time, he's been teaching us how to apply the oil, you know. And um, when um, think, uh, I want to say this, that there, there was obviously, there's been a lot of different things going on in the world. But there was this situation this year where, where I... Um, was beginning to respond to a situation in the world and I felt the hammer come out because I could see the enemy trying to hijack a true move of restoration, mm -hmm. okay? And I could see it and I was, the hammer was out because I, I don't deal with people, I deal with principalities, you know? And I'm looking at this thing and I'm going, this is a nasty spirit trying to attach to something that God actually wants to bring true, final, like finally bring true healing to that. Mm -hmm but this thing's trying to hijack it. And so it doesn't bring any transformation. And so I released something from that stance. And then I'm sitting there, I'm feeling uneasy because the hammer was out, yet I hadn't allowed for that word to really, really settle and for the oil to truly come. And I was sitting there feeling convicted, not knowing why. And then on the Sunday, it was like four days after this event, um, God reminded me of when Charlotte was two years old and uh, she felt she ran down our driveway at like a steep driveway in Australia, and she like like literally smashed up like her nose, mm. the gravel, and I. And she rushed to me crying; she's bleeding. And I hug her, but I'll in that moment I was like, "How did it happen?" Well, okay, and I'm I'm thinking, what can we do to stop that? And next time, and you know, she rushes outside, and she was just un you know inconsolable all day long. And that night, I put her to bed. And then suddenly Holy Spirit said to me, she just needed a hug. Mm. She just needed love. She didn't need you to try to figure it out for her. Mm. And the prophetic side of me, the hammer side of me wants to, okay, how do we figure this out? Mm. But people just need compassion. People just need love. People mm. need a hearing and uh, someone to hear them and listen. And God said, it's the season where I'm teaching my bride to be the hammer and the oil. Mm. Because we need to know how to say what needs to be said confront the principalities, mm -hmm. but they need to also know how to apply that healing balm. Jesus did both. Mm -hmm. And it was a teaching moment for me. And so I've been speaking about it because I've been going through it personally myself. But God's mm -hmm. just teaching me how, and it's not, it's not like we're trying to um, excuse things, but it's, it's just understanding there's humanity involved in all of this too. Mm -hmm. And we need to know how in this season to be mighty prophetic voices that don't mince our words, but my goodness, we carry the love of the Father that actually enables that, you know, that hard hit to actually bring impact and transformation. And that's what I really believe He wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you were saying that, it just, you know, as you kind of 
stop there. I just kept hearing, you know, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance, right? Yeah. You know, wow. so we we need that, you know, sternness, you know, and correction, but we also need, you know, the oil, like you said, and um, and it really is the way he treats us or deals with us individually, you know, and so that's the same. That's consistent with who our father is, you know, same way he yeah. treats the entire body and. I just love it. Like you were saying, like whatever he's kind of pushing through you, he is doing in you, you know, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally experienced that just recently because I hosted this challenge um, and it was supposed to be a challenge about um, breaking the yoke of anxiety and fear. And he literally walked me through each day of that challenge because wow. I'm typically a, a person who likes to be prepared and have everything ready, you know, and like my mind has to have it all sorted out. But like each day of that challenge, I literally showed up. Well, I, by the time we started, I kind of had an idea of what it would look like. But the night before, which is very unlike me, I didn't I had no clue, <laughs> you know, so it's like waiting <laughs> on him like, OK, God, what's you know, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? And he's like, I'll tell you when it's time. And I'm like, <gasps> Wow. Uh, this is not fun. <laughs> this is like uh, I'm about to be teaching about anxiety, but I'm under it. You know, like I feel yeah. like I'm under it. And he's like, yes, because I'm teaching you. I'm purifying you and I'm cleaning you up and I'm teaching you how to walk with me. This is going to be new. You know, this is between yeah. you and I and I'm showing you a new way. This is a new thing I'm doing in and through you, you know. And so I was like, yeah, intense, wow. um, but but beautiful at the end, you know. <laughs> but yeah. And it's like that. that. It's like mm-hmm. that emptying, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I, you know, like as scary as those moments are, they, they kind of feel good because they're mm-hmm. like, man, this is all him. I got, I got no part of this. No like, part. I'm not that good. <laughs> like, like in terms of, I, I don't have this. So then when he shows mm-hmm. up, you're like, whoa. You're like, man, I can't take, I can't take one bit of credit. Like that's just, that feels like my life a little mm-hmm. bit too. So I, I, you know, that's that's interesting because mm-hmm. I, I feel like, um, you know. In Romans, it says, you know, those are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. And, um, you know, that, that's something that God is really doing right now. It's like we're leaning not on our own understanding. We're leaning on Him. It's like, and then when He does these amazing things, you're like, that is all Him. This is no longer something, you know, some rehashed up revelation from 20, 2002. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. that's amazing. So yeah. I love that. I love hearing stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, when I hear what you're saying, I... I guess it just kind of made, I'm hearing like um, the change that God does in us first, then he uses that to bring change around mm-hmm. us. If we'll allow him to do those things and it's such a place of surrender and it, I mean, it shouldn't be a scary place, but I think that's what God is calling us as the body of Christ to come back to a place of surrender where it's just a deeper place of trust in, in him where, like you said, we're getting all of the things away. It's not about the work. Yeah. I mean, because my first experience stepping out, and I didn't know anything except that God had delivered me. I mean, I asked God the question, God, where do I need to change to have change? Because I was in a bad place. And it changed. The, it just changed everything. God just started showing me, showing me. But it, in that place, he told me, he was like, do you believe that I'll do what I say I'm going to do? Mm. And it wasn't, do you, if you do this, then I'm going to do this for you. And Mm. so um, I really, I said, okay. And he said, I want you to have a childlike faith. Mm. And I mean, that was, I really had to have faith in him just like a child in some crazy big things that I was facing. And um, he just showed up for me. And so I feel like immediately when I started to step out um, 
when God told me to step out of my career and he was going to use me, I didn't know what he was going to do. And I really didn't care. I was just so grateful because he had turned my life around and I was doing it out of obedience and faith. And immediately I ended up being met with, I mean, tons of legalism. And if God's going to use you, you have to do this. If God's going to use you, you have to do Mm -hmm. this. And I mean, I all of a sudden was just suffocated. And then I read the scripture for the first time that God did not deliver us from bondage for us to go back into bondage again. And I'm telling you, that is real. And it's, it's real. I feel like it, um, even our la- the last um, venture that I went out on with our church, and we had a prayer meeting, and we were, we were praying for healing and had an impartation service. I was so, like, I kept hearing, you don't belong here. You don't belong here. You don't belong here. You don't know what you're doing. And I was like, no, God. And it was like this mental battle. No, I'm going to just follow you. I'm going to follow your leading. And I mean, it was a beautiful night, but I was aware that there was that battle. And when I went to bed that night, I literally had these dreams where there was like this tormenting spirit saying, I'll have you working yet. seven hours a day, seven days a week, I'm going to have you working. And I was just like, well, I rebuke that. I'm walking where the spirit of the Lord is. There's freedom. Mm -hmm. And you said it as sons and daughters of God. I mean, we, we are led by the spirit and it's really just surrendering to that. Yeah. And it costs everything, Mm -hmm. you know, it costs, it costs every, you know, when, when, when you're truly leaning into that, it's like, wow, that'll, that'll cost you even a lot of the things you thought were good and okay um, mm. in terms of like, it's just the definition between good and God, you know, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and when you're truly like leaning into that space and mm. like I shared earlier about personal revival, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, um, I, I, I can kind of level off here mm. or I can keep following the spirit mm-hmm. and it's, it's going to be way different. It's a, such a, such a stark contrast and, mm. you know, when, when you do that, it's also freedom, but it's also, it, it does, it, it, that's when you get the opposition and the people and the legalism, mm-hmm. but then you start really living the kingdom life and it, it is amazing. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't choose anything else if anyone paid me. I, I, it's just like, it is the best, isn't it? It's the best journey ever. Love it. It is. It is. It's funny that you mentioned that good idea versus a God idea, because that's what we talk about that all the time. And and I think that's critical for movements, really, because, yeah. you know, and especially for us, we're like, you know, yeah, there, there are many good ideas. There are many things that make logical sense. You know, this is what's next. You know, this is the outlet you should move in and all of that. But but I, I, I love that we're both passionate and we, we can recognize ministries and movements that have the same heart that it's look it's either god or not mm-hmm. you know yeah. and, and a good idea is just not gonna cut it it's not that's not no. enough you know <laughs> a good idea sounds good but it did god say that or did is he in this if he's not in yeah. it there's that song it says if he's not if you're not in it god we don't want it you know and and yeah. that's our heart and and i know that that's his heart and that's what he's pushing out you know in different movements that he's uh, placed in different different people's um, on p- different people's hearts and assignments he's giving to people in this se- season is, you know, to just have that to be, you know, passionate about his heart above anything mm. else, above profit, above whatever it is, you know, that is that is attractive, you know, in the world because it has yeah. to be him. Otherwise, it's not sustainable. It will not last, you know. Oh. So 
I'm, we're we're so passionate about that, and um, <laughs> we're just so grateful that you were able to join us today. And we just want to honor your Thank time, you. of course. Um, and we we hope that you'll be able to join us again because this is yeah. we have. Um, and I don't know if uh, Lori shared with you much, but we have like Wisdom Wednesdays when we go into the Word and just really like lean oh, into that's the amazing. Word. Exactly, and then Fridays we talk about um, functional wellness. Essentially, like God is in. in Funny enough, I was doing a Bible study uh, last night, and and um, I'd never seen this in the Bible before, and I can't even remember where it is right now. But it talked about where you know God is so precise about just how we take care of our bodies, you know, our temples, you mm. know, and health, you know, and just the choices we make, and diet, and all those things, you know. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't even know this, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's what we do. Functional Fridays is we kind of highlight those things and how, as the body of Christ your health is just as important as your, you know, your physical health is just important as your spiritual health because if you're not healthy, you're distracted. You're not able to focus uh-huh. on the things, you know, that God is asking you to do and move in the way that he wants you to move, you know. So um, we just hope that you'll be able to join us again. Um, I'm not sure how, but trust the Holy Spirit. He knows how he'll flow, yeah, you know. But um, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank no you, worries. everyone, for joining us. Um, God bless you all. Have a good day. Thank you, Nate. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of We Break Cycles. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like and share. We invite you to follow our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook. And please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to follow us on your favorite podcast platform.